Hey, we're gonna be talking Love in Paradise. Um, if you guys watched the episode, um, it was crazy, right? So we're gonna be talking Love in Paradise tonight. So if you guys were shocked at what went I'm adding you in, Didi. We have to talk. We have a lot to talk about. Hi. Hi, Linsan. Um, DD, I sent you an invite. Um, if it doesn't work, go ahead and request to join. DD, where are you? There you are. Hey. hey. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're having bad weather here, so my computer, not my computer, my um internet is crazy. Sorry about that. It's been raining here in um Orlando, like, all day. Actually, it's been raining since I got here, and the, the storm today, though, it kind of made me feel like my house was going to come, come. It was kind of like people were dropping atomic bombs. Like, it was, like, so crazy i was like i don't know if i'm ready for this florida craziness you know i don't know i don't know if i'm ready i was kind of scared but let's talk and you about and you're getting there just in time for the um for the hurricane season yeah, everybody keeps telling me that and i'm like um i grew up in louisiana so i don't know if i'm scared but it has been a minute since i was in a hurricane so i don't know i might be scared okay so let's talk about this love in paradise right because a lot happened on this episode. We didn't get any Jordan and Everton because we need to know what the deal is with Everton and this other woman. But it kind of seems like they're still together because based on the preview, we saw Jordan telling him about her videos, which I don't know. I feel like that's irrelevant. If he's cheating on her, it doesn't really matter. They should just break up, right? Or, or maybe they can't break up because she can't get the $600,000 back. Is that the deal? That's what what I'm thinking because um, I did see in the preview preview that she was um, going to spill the beans on how she came up with the six hundred thousand dollars. So that is going to be very interesting. But we both know that they are both hiding secrets from each other. But so. <laughs> she never said that she got the six hundred thousand dollars from her video. She said that she took a loan out against her house. So like I don't even know how relevant the videos are because she said that. He took, she took a loan out against her house to get the 600000 I mean, unless it's like a combination of like the loan and the videos or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like they're, they're a disaster waiting to happen. And I'm just ready for the disaster. Oh, there was no Jessica and Juan either. So we didn't get like any other good stuff this week. But we did get some craziness. So let's, who should we start with? Should we talk about Valentine or Valentine? We, we got Valentine and Valentine, and I don't know which story was better because it was a lot of it was a lot of craziness. Where do you want to start? Oh my gosh. Um let's start I'm sorry. Let's start with April and Valentine. So what did you think about April's? Well, first of all, April said 
that she thought that her OCD was going to get the best of her. And she was right because she got there and they parked outside the house and she was like, is this your house? She was like, oh my God, no. And then he was like, do you, do you like it? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, don't lie. He was like, I know you well enough to know you're disgusted by this house. Like, I know you well enough to know, don't lie about it. But she tried to go in with an open mind and she didn't really bring up much cleaning inside. The conversation kind of went towards where they were gonna live because his mom asked April, like, what are your intentions with my son? And she brought up that she's a physician and they're gonna be living, hi, they're gonna be living in Houston. And Valentine was like, I don't really feel like I'm gonna be living in Houston. I feel like you would come here. And this is a conversation that needed to be had because before they went any further, they have to determine where they wanna live. But April kind of went off on him though. I feel like she was like, well, you don't speak English and you can't take care of me and I, I'm the breadwinner. And I kind of felt like she was demeaning him a little bit. And I don't know, I feel like a lot of times people go to these third world countries and they, they, got, they get a guy and Danielle, and they kind of make this guy feel bad about what he's able to do. And that's not fair because he's not a lazy guy either. He has a job, he takes care of himself, he helps with his family's home. Like don't make him feel bad for the difficulties of making a good living where he's from. And no, he's not a doctor. But you don't have to make it seem like, well, what are we, she's like, well, what are we talking about? Why would we even do that? Why would I give up my career to come over here and live in poverty? Like the way that she was talking to him in front of his family, I just was like, I don't know, this might not work out. Like, I feel like she's entitled. Do you feel like that? Yes, exactly. And then, I mean, it all started whenever they were pulling up to his home. Yeah. The face that she gave, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, it's supposed to be an explosion. I mean, her face just said exactly what she was feeling, you know. And then going in, speaking, you know, talking to his um, his family, she was very surprised that his sister spoke a little bit of English, yeah. um, which she did not know. And then, like you just said, it's like she was belittling him because he doesn't have you know, the the kind of jobs and um and companies that she has. I mean, he lives in a third world world country. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, you guys started dating, he's working for a resort. I mean, come on, this is the same thing that we were talking about last night. I mean, she went over there, she knew what she was going she knew what she was signing up, up to, but they should have never had that conversation in front of his family because now it's a possibility his family is going to be looking at her like oh my gosh she thinks she is so better than us mm -hmm. like why you know it's you don't do that why would you do that so i have a theory all right so hear me out i think that april and when we met april she said that she had dated businessmen millionaires doctors lawyers she's done it all but she wants to be with valentine and i was like do you think the, the fact that she wants to be a Valentine is because she can't control men who are successful, but she thinks that she can control Valentine and he's going to do whatever she says because she's the breadwinner. Do you think that she's dating someone who can't support himself without her in America on purpose? Because I was like, if she's looking for a guy to take care of her, she's done that. And she said it didn't work. So I was like, I'm, my theory is she wants him where she has him 
because she gets to be the one in control. She gets to be the one to dictate where they're going to live, where they're going to go, what the money gets spent on. She's going to be the one in charge. Because I was like, she said that she's dated guys who've been successful, doctors, lawyers, business owners, everything that you would think she would want being in the position that she's in. And somehow she's ending up with Valentine. And I look, I'm, I'm looking at it as she's doing it as a way to control him. A very good possibility. I mean, because she kept bringing up, you know, over and over again that she's the breadwinner. She is a physician. She owns multiple businesses. And she was even telling him that, you know, why is he putting off learning English, that he's not even worried about his future. I mean, to learn English is, how can I explain it? Like, sometimes, like, when I'm talking to you in English, because I speak so much Spanish, it's like sometimes I have to like hesitate what I'm fixing to say because your brain has to go backwards again. Mm -hmm. So it's like your brain is going back and forth nonstop. And then like some words I want to say, believe it or not, some words I want to say in English, it, I don't, I can't remember what it is in English. So just imagine someone, you know, speaking Spanish, they're trying to learn English. They're having to turn their whole language, you know, backwards. And it's, it's more complicated than what she thinks it is. It's, yeah. it's nothing that you can do overnight. And how is she comparing that to, I mean, a, a career or a future? Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with a career or future. You don't have to speak English to work. I mean, come on. No. That's just an excuse. No, that's an excuse. And the way that she said, like, you have to do more than one task at a time. I don't know. This It was just, it, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, the whole conversation just rubbed me the wrong way. Because she's like, you should just be better, looking to better yourself and stop trying to learn to do one task at a time, take on more tasks. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like she's trying to belittle this guy. And she knew exactly what he was about when she went there on vacation and she saw him in that gym. She knew exactly what he was about. She knew what his goals were. She she was happy. He was happy where he was. So it's like she wants to go and take him and remove him from the life that he had. Mm -hmm. And she wants to put him in her life and fit him into her um, plan without his feelings like at all. She's just like, well, you should want to learn English. You should want to do better. You should want to live in America. And it's like she just said on the way there, she was like in the interview, if someone told me to leave my family or they didn't get along with my family it would be over but for some reason Valentine is just supposed to be okay with leaving his whole family and his whole life and it's not going to be over I don't know I just feel like it's not an equal partnership she's expecting him to compromise and she gets to get what she wants because she's the doctor I don't know that's just how I feel yeah I'm right there with you I, I think the same thing so this is going to be a very interesting couple to follow <laughs> I see the um comment women feel entitled to put their partner's balls in their purse we've been seeing that a lot lately right <laughs> we've been seeing that a lot yeah like the guy is not allowed to make his own decisions he's not allowed to do anything she's controlling him and i mean happy wife happy life i've always agreed but i feel like you should have some say in your relationship you couldn't you shouldn't just be told what to do when to do it's kind of like the dog you tell the dog when to go outside to use the bathroom you tell it when you can't like, these are people. They're not dogs. Like, you can't just tell these guys what they can and can't do. She wants a good-looking boy toy. That's true. I feel like she wants a boy toy that she knows is going to be dependent on her. Because she could easily get a guy who's rich or, or um, very successful who looks great. But she can't control that guy. You know, if that guy has more, you know, going on 
with his businesses and his job and his career, he's not going to let her control him the way that she wants to control Valentine. And I feel like that's the main focal point of this relationship. True. And I mean, he's made it clear that money doesn't mean everything to him. So she's doing all of this. She's treating him all this way and she's bringing, she's going to bring him over to the United States and he may find some, one that treats him a lot better i mean money isn't everything you know yeah. i mean if there's not if there's not respect and you guys are on the same page yeah. and you know communication i don't care what you have rich poor you know middle class i don't care what you are it's not gonna work i think that it's important to point out that valentine is not after a green card he is not interested in being in America because he's like, I'm not even thinking about going to America right now. He's like, I have things going on in my life. And that brings you back. He was living his yeah. life perfectly happy, minding his own business. And then April goes over there and she's like, well, I'm going to save him and bring him to America and give him a better life. What was wrong with the life that he had? He's perfectly happy living there with his family, working as a personal trainer. He doesn't, I don't know. I just feel like the ladies, they go over and they're like, I'm going to give him a better life. I'm going to give him an opportunity that he never had. Maybe he's happy just the way he is. Money, if he wanted a whole bunch of money, he would be the, on the first plane back to America with April. But clearly, that's not what he wants. He clearly is fine where he is. Exactly. Exactly. And he has made it very clear. He is not in it for the green card. So, so I, I want to talk about Valentine and Carlos, because I don't know, I said it earlier in the podcast when we were starting the season, I was like, do you really, I asked you, I was like, do you really think we're going to see a wedding between Valentine and Carlos? Because I wasn't sure. And look, what do you know? We're watching the episode and Valentine is packing his stuff. And he's like, I'm waiting for Carlos to say, hey, what are you doing? Put your stuff down. Let's work this out. And Carlos sat on that couch like he had no feelings whatsoever. He was just like, put my phone cord down. He was like, don't touch my stuff. That's my, like, he really wanted him to go. And it's like, it's not really about the fight because he was like, stop fighting me about Michelle. Stop fighting me. And he's like, it's not really about the fight. It's more so that you are coming in and you're dictating to me who I can and can't be friends with, who can't come to our wedding. You're controlling me. And Carlos was like, I just want to be in an equal relationship. And I don't want you to be able to say, oh, I don't like this person. You can't talk to them. I don't like this person. You can't see them. I don't like this person. They can't come to the wedding. And I think Valentine never really got it because he was just like, why are we fighting over Michelle? Let's stop fighting over Michelle. And I was like, it's not really about Michelle. It's more so you being a dictator in the relationship because, yeah, he did like her or whatever, but he didn't even give her a chance. He was because he was like, if I don't like her, she's not coming. And it's, I feel like if it's a wedding for two people, there's two guest lists. You can't have one person making the guest list for the whole wedding. There should be two different guest lists and you meet in the middle. Like you can't just say, well, these people are coming and these people aren't, you know, and, and another thing that confused me, everybody's families are going to be in town for the wedding and they're calling it off three days before the wedding. So what about like everybody's flights and stuff? Like, are people still going to come? Like, I, that was another thing that was getting to me. I was like, see, I would have gotten invited to this wedding and I would have bought my ticket and I think I'm going to the, I'm going to the wedding and then I'm like, what, what are those people going to do? Because that would really piss me off. Like, you can't do that. Don't have me come to a destination wedding and then cancel the wedding three, three days before knowing that I bought my ticket like three weeks ago. You know, that would piss me off. 
I am just in shock. Like that, that was my favorite couple. Like I was like, oh my gosh, we actually going to see the wedding. I mean, it's, man, that really broke my heart. I mean, <laughs> that broke my heart. It, it really did. And I was like, Carlos, Valentine, like talk, just, just work it out. Talk. I mean, cause they've been through a lot, you know, but yeah. I get it. I get it, you know, as well, you know, they, they were, they've never been on the same page. They're always fussing and fighting, you know, is, and they're mad one minute, the next minute they're okay. And then it's like a 360 turn. And then they're like, they're just like going back and forth at each other, just being so negative. Mm-hmm. That really hurt my heart. I don't even know what to say about that. That I'm just not, really hurt my heart. I'm not confused. I'm not like, I'm not confused or surprised. I just, I told you in the beginning, I was like, I don't think we're going to see you what did. You I did. Like, I really you don't. Did. Oh, there's no way Carlos is 29. Okay, so I saw this on the episode tonight, and I was like, why is it that Valentine looks like he's the 29-year-old? Like, their ages are swapped. Because I was like, Carlos does have a more mature look about him. And I was like, Valentine, who's 47, does look way younger. I was like, maybe they got their ages swapped. I don't know that. I can't prove that. But I did notice that. And is there a uh, such thing as canceled wedding insurance? I don't think so. As far as I know, there isn't. I that would be cool, but I don't think it is because that they would be really them, nice. Yeah, they don't really <laughs> let you cancel your flight for anything. I've tried canceling flights, and they were just like, "Yeah, you're not getting your money back. Like you don't, you can't really do it." So I was like, "I guess I'm going on this trip because I can't cancel it." So yeah, I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna get it together. They have three days to figure it out because. Valentine said that he was going to a hotel. He was not getting on a plane. So that does make me think that there's a possibility that they could have a conversation. Because Carlos wasn't even, like, interested in having a conversation. He didn't care. He was like, get your stuff, leave. You know, like, this is terrible. Like, I just, I want you going out of my apartment. And I feel like there's a possibility if Valentine is still there, they might have a conversation and maybe figure it out. But, But I don't know. Getting married is probably a bad idea because first of all they've never had sex second of all all they do is fight constant 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 fighting like they the whole trip every time we've seen them even on season one of love in paradise they just fight all the time and it's like love is not enough when you want to smack each other in the face every other five minutes because you can't get along and it's like i want them to be happy and that might be not together right (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I was just like watching it. And I was like, can y'all stop talking about this Michelle for like five minutes? I mean, because, you know, the every every since the season has come on, that's all they talk about. She is in the middle of them arguing. Like, stop talking about Michelle. You guys need to sit down and talk about your problems. What what is the main issue? Valentine kept using um, Michelle as an excuse. We all know that she's not the reason why they're fighting. I mean, she may be one part of it, but she's not the main reason why they're fighting. I mean, they have a lot of issues. Even though they were my favorite couple, they have a lot of issues. And I don't know. I don't think they're getting married. I mean, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I really don't think it's a bad idea if they do it. It's not going to last. Like if they do, it's a bad idea because like you said, there's no communication between Mm -hmm. the two of them. They talk to Mm -hmm. each other. They don't talk to each other. Like they say things at each other and they don't listen to each other and they just have bad communication. And it's like, 
the initial attraction that they had to each other, it's not enough to keep it together. It's not like going to make it because I feel like they both want what they want and they're not going to compromise with each other. Like mm -hmm. Valentine is like, she can't be the way. And first of all, when you're getting married, usually there's like a hundred or so people there. Are you even going to notice someone? Because I used to like think about that. Like I would go to weddings and there'd be like two and three hundred people there. And I'm like, they invited all of us, but they probably aren't going to notice everybody that's there and who's not, you know, because there's a lot of people to keep, you know, account of. So I was like, Michelle could be there and Valentine might not even notice her. So it's not even that serious to get so bent out of shape over it. And it's funny because Valentine is, I think, polyamorous, right? So he mm -hmm. dates, um, he can be in love with more than one person at a time, and they can be male or female. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. And so the idea that Carlos can't have a female friend makes no sense to me because I feel like Valentine, if anyone should understand how you can have a connection with anyone of any gender or whatever, and, it, and, and he's not, because Valentine never said that he didn't have love connections with other people before Carlos or more than one person. So why is it that Carlos has to just stop having a best friend because she happened to be a female that he happened to be attracted to at one point? Like, I don't know, because it doesn't make sense because Valentine said that he's polyamorous. He can be in love with more than one person at a time. Why can't Carlos love his best friend as a best friend and that be okay? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a double well standard. See, that's what me and you were talking about um, in the beginning of the season. Like, how can Valentine say that he can love more than one person, but be against, you know, Carlos having a friend? But how can Carlos truly love Valentine if he's bisexual? Like, how is how do you how can you mix that? Like, how can you put polyandry with bisexual? And then, you know, we know that they're both tops. So yeah. how's that going to work yeah. out? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, there was just a lot of things going against them, but I was rooting for them so bad. Yeah. Like they just, they make a cute little couple. I mean, yeah. it, it just fits. Yeah, <laughs> they, I like them together, but I, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to make it, but maybe, maybe we'll get a wedding this season probably a divorce too but if if we do you know congrats to them we are we're on episode six so i think there's 10 episodes so we got we got some time to figure that out because we got to wait and see what's going on with juan and jessica because they weren't on this week and we know that they're going to be telling the boys about the baby hey kara's here they're going to be telling the boys about the baby and you know the boys are not ready to not be the most important people in their lives. It's like they're already welcoming one in as a stepdad. I feel like that's enough. Like for kids, you definitely need to give them space and time to adjust. So adding one as their stepdad and then adding a baby like four or five months later might be too much for two little kids. So we're going to have to see how that goes. You know, kids want to be the most important person in the room. So they're already competing with each other because there's two boys. So now they have to compete with the baby too. So that's going to be hard. Cara, hey! <laughs> You're late for the party. No, black and gray. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so much to catch up on. So oh, yeah, goodness. so is run, Scott, run. Oh, Scott is here. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Scott. So you missed it, but we were talking about April and Valentine. So tell me your thoughts on April, April's interaction with Valentine and his family. I want to know your take. I think. She has just, she's just bit off more than she can chew. 
it's a definitely not what she was expecting she definitely doesn't come from that she's definitely worked so hard for everything she has and for them to even suggest that she let any of that go to just up and move is is silly see i agree with you logically it would make absolutely no sense for her to move to the dominican republic like logically but at the same time she expects valentine to just drop everything and move with her and i do feel like his mom and sister and family are gonna feel some type of way about that but you're right why would you go from making i'm pretty sure she's making over six figures as a doctor and that's not counting her businesses and all the other things she has going on to go and live in the dr where she wouldn't even be a doctor like she would have to get recertified in that country to be a doctor she'd have to start over i totally understand where she's coming from but do you feel like she said it in the right way not i feel like she yeah the way she she came in and she was like, well, the first thing she said was, this is like a poor part of your country. Why would you even say that? Even if that's what you're, that was the wrong thing to say, but she just, she, she said it herself when she said, I don't mean to sound entitled or whatever, but she very much did, even though mm -hmm. she worked for everything she's got. I am not discrediting anything. Go girl. I wish that when yeah. I was her, I had, I wish at my age, I had one of her accomplishments under my belt but i don't and so kudos to her for being able to do that but coming into a place that she sees is less fortunate than she is that was kind of a rough start in my opinion yeah that's that's exactly what we said before because i was like she's, yeah. she's dated um like i said doctors and lawyers and entrepreneurs and it didn't work out but i was like but you're, now you're dating the opposite yeah. And it's not going to work out because of the way you're treating him like you have to she has to figure out deep down what she really wants yeah. Do you want a guy who can provide for you or do you want a guy who's just going to love you? Because if you want a guy to love you, that you got him. Yeah. But you can't make him feel bad for not being able to provide for you because you knew that going in. Yeah. You know? So I feel like she has to pick pick her battles. You know, yeah. if you want a guy to love you, you got one, but you got to treat him right. He's a human being with feelings. You can't just say, learn English and get your life in order. Like, that's yeah. not fair. I agree. He was living in the DR, not thinking about moving to America at all, and then you brought it up, and now he's supposed to jump at it, you know? I agree. I agree. I And he's obviously not with her because of who she is or what she has. You know, he doesn't care. He does. He's, he's happy to just have her. So I think that by dropping that bomb on, on him was just kind of quite the shock for him and the family. And the way she was belittling him too. I mean, yeah. that was so that was so out of line. I mean, Her why would you do is, that? Like, oh why why would you do that? Okay, Donna, are you talking about me? Because my face needs to learn some manners. <laughs> no, that's April. April. Her face when she tried to lie to Valentine in the car about the house, and she's like, "No, I love it." And Valentine was like, "Tell your face that because your yeah. face is saying that you hate it." So whatever. But exactly <laughs> like I mean you could just tell like her face just totally went from not today it's it's or day to night however you want to say yeah <laughs> I'm telling y'all my English is not wanting to come out good today y'all I'm telling you I mean, <laughs> I'm struggling today <laughs> I think I think that she's entitled to her bouginess yeah you know everybody has a little bougie in them you know when we go on vacation we get a little bougie yeah she's entitled to her bougie because she's worked really hard but she does need to understand that this is a way of life for him and his family. Yeah. They don't want to be to made feel bad. Like, I felt like her, her asking in the car, does your mom clean a lot? 
I felt like that was rude. Yeah, if I was you know, very, very rude, I'd have just been like, we're not, not we're actually not going to visit today. We're going to go back to the hotel. I just, that was rude. Yeah, I found it to be rude. Okay, so Scott and Lydia. So what do you guys think? Because they're still struggling to communicate. And I feel like they don't really have a lot in common. First of all, they went on this date. And Lydia is trying to grasp the fact that he dates younger women. Even though he's dated, you know, multiple okay. ages of women. He's dated younger. And she's like, I feel like he's not serious about me. Well, women in general. She kind of took it as far as to say that he pays for just sexual experiences around the world with different women because we know that he sent a woman. How much was it? I don't remember. 10000 Holy crap. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And in eight, eight months. And Lydia's like, well, you just like exotic women, younger women, and you're paying to have these fun, amazing experiences with them. And Scott disagrees, but... Scott did admit when we met him on the show that he is now looking for something more serious. He was kind of a player mm -hmm. in the past. And even his mom, his mom was like, are you really ready Yeah, you know, to settle down? Because this is just not you. You know, you are always, you know, dating younger women, having a good time. And Scott's a partier. Like, Scott is definitely, he goes out, he travels, he parties, he has a good time. I would party with Scott on any given day. Scott is a good time. Yep. But is he ready to date Lydia, who is, what, 56? You know, it's not hate her because she's batshit crazy. <laughs> I mean, she definitely has her. We were just talking about her last night on the podcast, right? Because we were saying how she was um, chasing, chasing um, Alejandro through the park and hitting him. And she threw Alejandro's luggage out of her house. And yeah, Lydia definitely has her wild, I don't want to say wild, just like cold side. Because yeah. I remember we were first talking about this when the show first premiered. We're like, we're going to see a, a softer side of Lydia and see her in love. We never oh, saw we it. Anyway. Right. We never <laughs> saw it. I don't think Lydia has a soft side, to be honest. Nope. I, I really don't. But Scott said it the best tonight. He said, and I can't remember verbatim, but it was something to the effect of there's a difference between helping someone and giving to someone. And yes. I help from the heart. So whoever he gave the money to, that's none of her damn business or Nicole. Like, get out of that. Don't worry about that. That's Scott's deal. If he wants to give money to everybody, that's up to him. It's not their money. So they have no right to even question that. Well, I think it bothered Nicole more because they didn't get any yeah. of it. I think that was Nicole's main issue. Yep. She was like, you didn't give my mom one dollar, yeah. but you gave this lady all this money. And I was like, Nicole, Scott can give a billion dollars to anyone in the world. He doesn't have to give any to you. He doesn't owe you and your mom any money. Like being in a relationship is not a monetary transaction. Yeah. And I feel like they're looking at it as though since he's not giving them money, he's not serious. Yeah. And it's like, how can you tell somebody if they're ready to settle down or not? If he's ready to settle down and he's out there in the DR and he's trying to settle down with Lydia, how do you know if he's ready or not? You're not giving him a chance to prove it. And it's like, everybody has a past. And it's like, she's so bothered by his past. She's the one that, I don't want to like throw stones, but she's the one that had those two kids <laughs> with a married man who she knew was a married man. So we shouldn't be throwing stones, right? Yep. Exactly. And like Mama Karen's always said, they're always looking for a way to harvest the American dollar. So. Oh, that, that is so true. Yeah. And 
Team Scott all the so way. She, but I was, she's mad because I didn't get that American dollar. Yeah. I'm Team Scott all the way on this one. I think that I, as soon as Scott came into the picture and I found out who he's matched with, I just said, run, Scotty, run. Like, yeah. I will come right now, bring it back because that whole world of that you just don't want to go to. You just don't want to go there. Yeah, that that's something that, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently Alejandro did not warn him how crazy they were. But, I mean, me and you also were talking about, George, at the beginning of the season that um, we think that Nicole is going to be trying to get back at Lydia because of all the hell she yeah. put her through with Alejandro. Yep. So, and then... You know, of course, you know, Pedro and Chantel, they're no longer married, so they're not, you know, it's its like, I don't know, there's, it's, how can I, how can I say this in a nice way, but be blunt about it? I think they're still trying to find different ways just to stay in the public eye, because that is how they are making their money. Yes. That's how I see it. Yep. And, I mean, Nicole and Alejandro, they're no longer, um, they're no longer together. Right. And I have a question. How is it that if Scott or Scotty lives in Florida. Florida, Alejandro lives in New York, how are they friends? How I mean, not friends, but how are they like gym buddies? Because Nicole said, not Nicole, I'm sorry, Lydia said that they were gym buddies. Mm -hmm. I need that to be explained to me. Yeah. How? Yeah. Thing, actually, I was like, they're not even from the same city, let alone the same state. But they're gym buddies. I don't get how that works. But as far as, I don't know, as far as Nicole trying to get even, I don't think she's trying to get even. She's trying to play the heat, like, I'm going to save my mom from this big bad guy that might, you know, may or may not give her a dollar. And I'm going to cause this scene so I can stay relevant. Maybe I'll get my own show. Oh, here we go. I am a travel respiratory therapist and met him on deployment during covid and I have a New York license as a restaurant there. Okay, so Scotty was working in New York um, on assignment as a respiratory therapist, and I'm assuming they were working out in the same gym. Okay, so that isn't as peculiar as we thought. Yeah. They, so it's, it's possible, but again, Alejandro and Lydia had such a bad relationship, the idea that he would want to help Lydia find love is very far-fetched. The idea that mm -hmm. any human being up with Lydia... <laughs> Far-fetched. Like, she, I'm sorry, I, I usually try and find a nice way to say it, but I can't say anything nice about her. They've never, and I, I can't say she's not a nice person off screen, but they've never portrayed a good side of her. Even when they tried to portray a good side of her, it was always, what is this woman? She is evil. She's mean. She's vindictive. Like, I've never seen a side where I was like, Gee, I wish she was my friend. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I remember the, the scene with the party where she was getting ready with the girls before Scott arrived. Mm -hmm. And that was supposed to be a scene where we saw a more happy, joyful, giddy side I'm of still, Olivia. I'm still traumatized. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, I don't even want to eat a cucumber no more, okay? <laughs> and cucumbers is one of my favorite foods. Oh, no, I don't want one. Well, I, I really don't. <laughs> even then, she didn't look like she, even when she was having fun, she didn't look like she was having fun. So like you said, I don't know if she's just a cold, cold heart 
type person and you know that her happy side her happy face and her angry face are the same yeah. you know how some people have that resting face they're in oh, a good mood <laughs> yes yeah, so, so maybe we're reading lydia wrong maybe she is happy sometimes but like usually she looks like she wants to smack somebody across yeah. the face every time we see her but so her say scott was paying for sexual anything first of all if he was, that's none of your damn business. Second of all, if he was, that's none of your damn business. Like, that's the past. Move on. Are you trying to build a relationship with him now, or are you trying to talk shit? Like, that's right. Her. Why would he that's need not, that's what. That's what I don't get. Like, why is it so important for you to know your partner's past? The past is the past. I mean so what yeah. i mean we all have a past i mean i don't want to know you know anything about yeah. you know anybody's past yeah. i mean it's none of my business it was before my time yeah. you know so why are you going to be digging and digging and digging you're just you know um making your own self mad and you're making your own self look stupid because you are trying to find out information that has that's none of your concern and you know single women and single men they go through a phase they party they do whatever they want to do they're single they're allowed to do that and whenever they decide to finally calm down they're allowed to do that as well yeah. so why is it that like you just said um if he was paying for uh sexual pleasures so what that's his that's his business why why is she so worried about what he was doing in the past yeah. that is his past it it didn't even come across to me that that was anything he ever even entertained he had a female friend in another country she needed some help he provided it he didn't see it as a handout he saw it as a hand up and that was that but then she's like how many partners have you had and how many women have you been with and why are you only dating younger women like you're focusing on the key words you're not actually focusing on him or anything about him like what do you do for a living how do you survive what do you do for fun what's your hobbies instead it's how many women and why why this woman do you only date white women i mean you know it's gonna be all kinds of it, it's never anything about him, but it's everything about his past. And that just pisses me off. Like, he's yeah. a really good guy. I, I didn't realize that until you just said yeah. it. She hasn't asked him one question about what he's doing in his current life. Yeah. I didn't realize that until you just yeah. said it. Everything that she has learned about him happened before she existed in his life. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. About him. I mean, other than what they've learned chit-chatting here and there you know she might know what he does for a living or she might know what he drives for crying out loud i can tell you that he drives a red jeep he has an electric vehicle he's a rest a traveling respiratory therapist and i've never spoke to the guy for 10 seconds i bet you lydia can't say the same thing like That's but true. she could tell me how many people he slept with and how much money he sent and and that's probably not even information lydia got that's information lydia got from nicole true true why would you trust anything nicole tells you anyway like nicole is basically sabotage our us like she's tried to sabotage she tried to sabotage pedro's relationship with Chantel. she's tried to she's trying to sabotage her relationship with her mom's relationship with scott she's ruined the relationship we have with alejandro like nicole is the last person that you would take any advice from anyway like nicole doesn't even have her life together like what's nicole doing yeah. 
Like, what's going on with Nicole? Like, honestly. Well, she was, she was even whenever um, she had breakfast with him. Uh, we were talking about this. She was telling telling her mom, telling Lydia, that he was trying to start a fight with her. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No. I mean, so it's like she's she was like picking. She's like she's trying to start something, and that is just that is childish. That is childish. I mean, if if they treated Chantel and and Pedro. The way they treated them for all them years. Just imagine. I mean, it, Scott goes over there and thinks that he's going to get treated, you know, with respect. These people don't even know what respect is. They don't even respect themselves. I'm hoping Scott never saw the show. That's prior to. I was going to say, I'm assuming Scott never saw the show before he went over and met her. Because he tra he's a traveling respiratory therapist. I'm pretty sure he doesn't spend a lot of time watching TV. Yeah. He's traveling and working and working out. We've seen him yeah. you know, in the gym. So I'm pretty sure that he had no idea what he was getting into. Yeah. Because I saw the show, there is no man in their right mind that says, oh, my gosh, this disaster has to be. <laughs> yeah. No. I just want to know why Alejandro didn't tell him the truth about <laughs> Lydia. Like, true. Valid. Why, Alejandro? Why you didn't tell the man? Is Alejandro really your friend, Scott? I think not. <laughs> I think no. Alejandro is not your friend. Nicole and, Nicole and Alejandro planned this out. I feel like yeah. because it was going to get Nicole back on TV, and Nicole always thinks about Nicole. So I feel like Nicole was like, well, let's hook my mom up. We'll get her on this show. I'll get on the show because we weren't even – past the first date nicole is sitting there at the table with them because even scott was like um we are just getting to know each other i should not be meeting your daughter she shouldn't be interrogating me i don't even know you now your daughter is asking me how many women i've slept with yeah. like this is so inappropriate but i feel like this was nicole's plan all along nicole is always planning things she's always trying to get her face on tv she's always trying to build up her image and I remember when she was doing the the pageants, yep. she made sure they filmed all her pageants and everything. <laughs> Nicole has one agenda, Nicole. That's what's going on right there. Yep, I agree 100%. Now, um, some I was reading in the comments, and, you know, I really wasn't putting two and two together until I seen it in the comments uh, last week, I believe. You know, whenever she's talking, she has her braces on. That, that's what I said. Yeah, so I and I didn't really put two and two together. I was like, wait a minute. So how long have they been filming? Because remember last season on um, Chantel Family, she got her braces yes. off. Yes. But whenever she's in the interviews, she has her braces on. I was told this was actually filmed between August and September of last year. It had to. Have That's what I was told. On but I can't, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I was told. It had to be longer than that, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I remember. Because I, I, we wasn't even in, what I, um, I may be wrong, but I think a couple of episodes in last season on Family Chantel, whenever she got her braces yeah. off. Yeah, you're right. Cause <laughs> because her... that was the time that um, Pedro supposedly cheated on Chantel with uh, Karima. Karima. Was it Karima? Yeah. Yeah. Because Karama took her to the dentist to get her um, braces off. Yep. So, yeah, this, I'm assuming last January, February? Like, we're talking a long time yeah. ago. So, yeah, 
because it had to be like simultaneously filming with the family Chantel because the braces came off while they were filming the family Chantel last season and then the braces are still on while we're watching the interviews so it had to be simultaneous which is interesting that they were on two shows at once very yeah. interesting. yep they saw dollar signs that's all there is to it there was there's never American dollar yep absolutely oh. Scott says that Alejandro told him to watch the show, but he did not because he was working nights. Oh, Scott, we're sorry. So that means that you actually, um, you could have all of this. We're sorry, Scott. <laughs> Hi to Scott's cousin, Heather. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Scott's cousin, Heather. How are you? Hi, Scott's co <laughs> cousin, Heather. How are you doing? So next week, we're going to get Jessica and Juan back, and we're going to get um, Everton and Jordan back, where she's going to reveal what's going on with her video. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And I don't know if Valentina calls me back, because I know whenever there's a bomb drop, they skip a week. Yeah. So them breaking up, they'll probably make us wait two weeks to see what's going on. So I missed you guys talking about that, because I was slacking today. But I tell you what, the comment that Valentine made about when Carlos reaches 35, this will just be blah, 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 whatever. Like, this is your now. Yeah. This is now. Or what happens six years from now, how he's going to feel. How do you feel now? This is still your fiance. That was absurd. I realize he's 18 years older, but still, that was just because that's something that he experienced when he was 35. Doesn't mean that everybody should have to go through that. That me how do you feel about carlos not being allowed to invite michelle to the wedding like valentine basically said if she's going to be at the wedding we're not having a wedding how do you feel about that i think it's i think what we don't know is what valentine said originally did he say if i meet her then it's okay because that's what carlos is saying now but that's nothing we ever heard so is valentine actually not meeting her the way he said he was going to or is that something that's just being said well, also if that is like that's his friend that's his friend meet her yes he had kind of feelings but which is but, not but meet her they were never intimate yeah they were never intimate she turned him down and i, I don't understand why it bothers valentine so much because he's polyamorous meaning that he's a, he's attracted to lots of different people it, but he like the the idea that Carlos was attracted to this person, it bothers him. But I was like, you're polyamorous, meaning that you could be attracted to anyone of any gender. If you just see them, you can feel an attraction. You don't have to act on that attraction. So I was like, Carlos didn't act on it because she said no. And this was before he and Valentine met in person. I don't see the big deal. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see the, to to call off a wedding and break up over a person that he's never even been intimate with. Yep. I think that this is ridiculous. But like, honestly, Valentine is being the immature one. Carlos is 29. Carlos is being mature. Yeah. Valentine is the problem. Yes. And then Valentine made the comment about when he's 35, blah, blah, blah. But then in the same breath, he says, I wanted him to stop me. I wanted him to chase after me. Is this high school? Like, I'm, I'm going to create this drama and see if he'll beg me to stay screw that get out there's the door see you later well right if you really weren't sure about breaking off the marriage and engagement then why are you leaving yep. i hate that yep. when people start i used to call it what i call it 
they'll start a fire and then run. Yep. Like they light the match and throw it and then run and hope somebody puts it out. That's what he did. He's like, I'm going to start this big fight. I'm going to make it seem like I'm going to walk out and I don't care. And hopefully he'll stop me. This is not middle school. Like if you want to still marry this man, you stay there and you work it out. You don't grab your stuff and run away. And that's exactly what he did. He's like, I'm going to grab my stuff and run away. Yep. If you want to marry this guy, you got to work things out and have a conversation. Running yeah. away from your problems are not going to build a strong foundation for a marriage. You want to marry somebody, you got to have tough conversations. Yeah. That's who said that? Somebody just said that. I think Danielle. Y'all yeah. are going to hate me for quoting Danielle. But Danielle said that at the tell-all. She's like, you can't have tough conversations. You can't be married. And it's true. Yeah. One exactly. Second time I've I mean, ever. <laughs> and on top of that, I think maybe Valentine had this um different scenario in his mind how it was going to end up maybe he thought carlos was going to be like i'm sorry i want to invite her you know i love you i want to be with you i mean even one of the um one of the uh one of the producers even asked valentine why are you showing no emotion yep. and he said because that's how i am i just i'm focused all the time i don't care who you are if you really legit love someone like you say you do, you're not going to walk out of a place and have a straight face and be, okay, well, bygone is bygone. I'm just going to focus and do me. Yeah. Yeah. No. He pretended like he didn't care, but then he was bothered that Carlos didn't care. Yeah. It was like, you're pretending that you don't care, but you do. Yeah. But you're mad that he's showing that he is like, they were both basically playing the same game. They're, they're yeah. playing chicken. Both, right. They're, they're both bullheaded. Right. <laughs> they, exactly. They were both pretending like they weren't hurt when they're both very, very hurt by what's happening around them. And it's like if they would just express to each other how they felt, they might have actually had a conversation and fixed things. But since they're both big and bad, and they're like, nope, I'm mad and I'm going to get my way. And they both feel the same way. They're going to end up not together because they can't compromise and, and listen to each other. And it's like, yeah. have a conversation. Next, next week, it'll be some scene of them running together at the airport. <laughs> right. After each other and blah, blah, blah. I hope we get a tell-all out of this. Did we oh, get a tell-all? Uh, I, I hope we do. Oh, we didn't. If we do, if we do and we do our lives, you will actually see me do, eating my popcorn. <laughs> so yeah. I know this is going to be would, a good one. <laughs> I would love to see Scott and Lydia and Nicole Me too. like hash it out. Oh my gosh, yes. That would yes. be so good. Yes. And I would love to see April and um Valentine's family because I want to know how his family really feels about the way she treated him. Yeah. In front of them. I want to know how they feel because I know the language barrier was going to make it hard for them to say it. But I want to know how his mom feels about her saying, well, learn, learn English and get your life together. Yeah. Like, how does his mom really feel about that? Yeah. She she started off on a very bad foot with them. I mean, if if one of my if one of my, you know, I have, you know, I have a son. And if he were to bring home a girl for me to meet, um and then she tried to be belittle him or belittle, you know, the family or our home or whatever, I don't care what kind of language barrier it is. Yeah. Mom, I, you have problems. I would kick you out of my house Mom is going and to ask questions like that. And then I'd probably beat his tail for bringing someone like that to my home. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> I, I do. Feel like, that. that is just so disrespectful. I don't care who you are. I mean, just because you make a, you know more money than someone else does not make you better than them. Thank you. Always yeah. stay 
humble. Like he said, he's a humble person. Exactly. Always be humble. She, she wants to be in control because of her bank account. Yes. And, she, and that's exactly how she explained it. She was like, I have more money in the bank, so I get to say what goes. And no, yeah. it's not how it works. First of all, if y'all get married, that's his money too. Yep. Not just so all of us first of all she's in the wrong mindset to even think about marrying someone because she still thinks that it's all hers yeah like if that's the wrong mindset if you're gonna marry him then he's a doctor too okay yeah. because he's getting half of your money that's how yeah. it works you don't get to say well i make the money so i get to control you tell you what to do where you can go where you can live what you can do like no like if you want to get married you're going to compromise too yeah i'm not saying that she should pack up her stuff and move to the dr i don't think that's the, the right answer but i do think that she should give him time and he should move when he's ready yeah not when she's ready he's clearly not ready now he said it but yeah. even though he was honest with her and said he wasn't ready she didn't want to hear it she's like well we're not coming here you're gonna do what i tell you and that's that's the problem yeah and i'm really surprised that's not a conversation that they didn't have earlier right like does he want to come to that's something you just drop the bomb on him I feel like well, you people... know, um, well, you know, um, that I was her and her, I believe it was her sisters when they were, were playing tennis. Yeah. I mean, they even told her to do a prenup. Yeah. So that's probably what will happen is she will do a prenup. If you get married to someone and you have to do a prenup, why are you even getting married? But you know, it's, and... it's so funny, the misconception about prenups. People think prenups are cut and dry. Like we, we come into this marriage, what's yours what's mine is mine that is not the case at all with a prenup if someone makes a significant amount more than their partner it literally states in there that you will give them a percentage and or take care of them for x amount of years until yeah. they're you know self-sufficient people just think it's oh this is mine and i'm done that's not how it works so a lot of people have a rude awakening if they think that you know just because i told her to do a prenup that's what she's leaving with and in, in my mind, Valentin shouldn't sign a prenup because if he has to leave his home country and his family and his work to come to the U.S. to live in Houston with her, she should be required to take care of him. Because I agree. That's bringing him over here with absolutely no lifeline, no support, no yeah. family, barely can speak English at this moment. Yeah. So for her to think that she can leave him high and dry if it doesn't work out is kind of evil. Yeah. Right? That sounds really yeah. evil. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. I don't know. Like I said, this is a very interesting couple. So yeah. I'm going to be surprised if they're still together by the end of the season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week to talk more Love in Paradise and 90 Day Fiance, the part three of the tell-all. And oh, I'm caught up almost with um, Match Me Abroad. I have like 30 minutes left of the second episode. So at some point this week, I want us to talk about yeah. that. So I'll coordinate yes. a schedule with you guys so we can talk about Match Me Abroad because I already have a favorite. So we got to yeah. talk about that too. I only have like 30 minutes left and I'll be caught up with the two episodes and then we can jump back in. We can start okay. talking about that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for the Love and Paradise Talk. I'm George Mossy. Thank you to my co-hosts, Kara and Didi, for joining us. Um, it's the George Mossy Show on the podcast, if you don't know. And follow all of us on Instagram so you can always catch our lives and videos when we post. We'll talk to all of you guys soon. Bye. Bye.